this is a combo cast, so it's not just barbell shrug. This is also Spartan Up, Joe DeSena's Spartan. podcast. Right, should wait. we should we uh, go with Spartan Barbell Shrugged or Barbell Spartan? Barbell or Spartan Shrugged. <laughs> Spartan Shrugged. Spartan the Barbell Shrugged Up, ass. Spartans don't, just so we're clear, Spartans don't shrug. We are here. It's Joe. It's Spartan Up the Podcast in Pittsfield, Vermont. I've got Johnny, the doctor on my Johnny right. Johnny on the spot. I've got Sephra, the wilderness something medicine woman. <laughs> wild woman. Wild, wild, wild woman. Huh. Wilderness wild woman. Now we're talking. And I've got Colonel Nye on the left, yeah. the subordinate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Um, I'd like to know my place. That might be the only time you can say that about you. It's important to know where you're at. <laughs> I um, I interviewed uh, the Barbell Shrug guys. I don't know if you know who the Barbell Shrug yeah, guys very are. Cool guys, the guys. Yeah, yeah they're, they're awesome. They came to Pittsfield. Um, what's funny about them is uh, the, the way I met them was they asked me to be on their podcast. Yeah. And uh, not too long after I was on their podcast, I was in Slovakia. And while I was in Slovakia, somebody came up and said, wait a minute, I know you from the Barbell Shrug podcast. Wow. And I thought, wow, it made it all the way to Slovakia. I was in Canada. I was going through customs customs person says i saw you on the barbell shrug yeah. podcast and this continued to happen around the globe so we called him up and said hey you got to come back to pittsfield we want to interview you the guys are awesome um they actually just moved from tennessee you'll see i'm not going to tell you where they moved to wait till you watch it and um we'll learn a ton about the barbell shrug guys yeah yeah fantastic They're amazing guys i'm looking forward to this yeah when was the last time you were here we were here was it february he said it was february i feel it was a little later because i think february would be a lot colder than yeah. when we were here. Six seven. It was ago. cold. It's just we 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 woke up early and started running immediately. It, it wasn't that cold. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe uh, forty degrees in the morning, maybe in the thirties. Yeah. But I feel like in the winter it should be a lot colder it's here. It's cold here. Yeah. There was no cold. snow. That was awesome, Joe. Uh, break the stick on his. Is that loud uh, enough? Yeah. You can, you, can <laughs> hit I, you can hit me hard. Let's go, man. Move. Ow. Let's go. Ow. <laughs> Spartan the. F Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> probably was March. Have, yeah. You guys probably came in March. Yeah. yeah. So we we worked yeah. out. We uh, you guys introduced me to what a podcast was. Yeah. I, I had no idea what it was. We had a blast, right? We spent like an hour on these mics, and um, and then you left, and then fast forward, you probably posted it. How long after you think we 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 met? A week or two. So a week or two later, you posted it, and then I had to travel around the world because I had the book, yeah, Spartan Up, Spartan right? Up, and yeah. so we did this tour. We went to Frankfurt. We went to uh, London. We were in Slovakia. We were in Czech. And I'm not joking. I was in Canada. I did like... I started hearing some of these stories, and I was like, these are jokes. I am not joking. <laughs> and some of them, I, I think Marion Marion was here and uh, with me. And um, everywhere I went, one, two, three people came up to me and said, hey, man, I know you. You were on that... Barbell shrug. I'm talking about in Frankfurt, Slovakia, London, anywhere in the world. And so I said, Virgin we, where? Virgin Islands, right? Virgin Islands. Any, anywhere I went. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was a guy. It was a guy. And uh, we were in the airport in the Virgin Islands. A guy came up and said, I saw you or a woman. So we said, we got to do. We were together, right? We got to do a podcast. So we called you. I don't know if you remember. We got uh, four microphones and a camera. 
and Marion uh, has been miserable ever since. <laughs> 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 She's like, there's a great idea. And then once you start implementing, it's like, oh, oh yeah, Joe's told us he did 15 episodes today so far. Jesus, you never go half ass on anything, this Joe. This is maybe 16. And, um, it's a lot of work, man. I don't know how you do it. It is a lot of work. I want to quit every day. <laughs> we don't do 15 a day, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, if I did that many, I would quit. <laughs> it, it, um, yeah, it's so much work. And then you, you start to lose energy. You know, it's hard. It'd be easier to work out, mm-hmm. to be honest well, with you. Well, yeah, the, the thing about it, too, is you don't want to do a podcast. There's a lot of things you can do where the energy starts dropping and you get tired. I'm sure some people have noticed that there's a couple podcasts where I don't have the energy that I had on the previous podcast or something like that. Because when you start dragging, it's not good anymore. Right. You don't want to post that. No, you got to be pumped. You yeah. got to be pumped. Yeah. So, and I'm pumped to see you guys. You showed up last night. Yeah, we, we tend to stack trips. So we'll we'll fly to one side of the country, and then we'll stack like two or three things together. So this trip, we kicked it off. We went to uh, Manasquan, New Jersey first, hang out with uh, Zach Evanesh. Oh, you saw our, Zach. Okay. Our common friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we went and hung out at his gym one day, and we held a mastermind. So we, we hold something called a mastermind uh, for people. Uh, people who own gyms and are in the fitness business. So we just kind of get together and help each other develop our businesses further, uh, share ideas, things like that. So we did that for a day. Uh, we were invited to Princeton University uh, to speak. And so we each- For some reason, they let us in there. Yeah. <laughs> we all, uh, and we was actually- it, Was it Penn State or Princeton? Tell it was the truth. Princeton. Princeton. Yeah. Actually, Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, well, you know, it's funny is we got to podcast with some people, and we got to use the same room that Einstein once taught in. Wow. That was right. a little bit of a mind blow. Yeah, we were yeah, like, yeah. when we had, we did one podcast and we didn't know it, and then uh, the last podcast they were like, they let us know that that was the case. I was like, oh shit! Wow. And so, who'd you interview over there? We got uh, Carl Powley, yep. uh, Nate Helming, and Doctor Romanoff, uh, the, the pose running guy. I don't cool. know if you're familiar with yeah, yeah, yeah. his work. Yeah. yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. Nice. And but, um, was that fun? Oh, that was a blast. A yeah, we had a blast at Princeton. Um, it was the uh, National Endurance Sports Summit. Um, oh, I had heard about that. It, it landed on the same weekend as our championship. We couldn't make it work. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. you, yeah. you invited us to that, but yeah. we had already committed to the yeah. Princeton deal. And yeah. uh, the Princeton deal was a lot of fun. We all gave talks we hadn't given before. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we got to develop uh, some new content for ourselves. Nice. Uh, we like, that's fun for us. So we drive so. up, and Doug and I were talking like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good visit, but you know, probably our assumption was it would not be as good as the last one. We came up here. We met you for the first time. We got immersed in this community, which is amazing for the first time. We thought, well, initially, that was that first sugar rush. We're meeting, us, we're discovering something new. We'll come back; it'll be familiar, it'll be great, but not quite as good. Now it's better. Cool. We came into that event last night. We thought, oh, is there Joe got a wedding or something going on? We get a free dinner or something. Cool. <laughs> we walk in and go, oh, there's Nurkin has him, and there's a lot of well, interesting I knew people there here. was an event going on, but I didn't know much about the event because when I can't go to something, I just block it out of my mind. Sure. Well, I thought it was going to be over by the time we got here. I didn't realize it was still going to be going on when we got here on Monday night. Like We showed up after after working out yesterday morning and then driving for six hours, and, and we're in our workout clothes, shorts, and, and light T-shirts, basically like I'm wearing right now. And then we walk into like a dinner party where everyone's drinking wine and shit, and we were like, and talking about oh, how they're going to change I didn't, the world. I didn't know, like, we're, I didn't know this was happening. Yeah, they're like, I'm an author. I wrote this book, and I'm like, I just drove six hours in a minivan. Where did we, we put you? Are you in Trailside? Oh, the Trailside Inn. Love that place. You're with Josh. Good. I'm, yeah. I'm really happy about that because the first time we came up here, I was like, my wife needs to come up here with me next time I come up. And because we stacked the trips and she came with us this time, but I didn't like, I don't think deeply about much of anything, but, uh, it's <laughs> your problem. But we got up here. And I was like, Oh, we get to stay in the trail side. And I was like, this is where I wanted to bring you. So, you know, we got Katie and Kevin now in the general store. Did you meet 
You met them. They cooked yeah. for you. Oh, night. they're amazing. Yeah. <sighs> this place the, the is ridiculously here. good. The food here is incredible. So, Kevin. I, I, I would say this is my favorite place to eat breakfast in the whole world. I call it the capital T-H-E general store. Oh, we, can deli- we, can deli- we can deliver. I ate two breakfasts this morning and additional eggs. Did you really? Crushed it all. Well, you did, so you did the burpees. But Kate, so Katie and Kevin. <laughs> were, were 300 were, burpees this morning. He, he ran. He was doing $14 million a year down in New York in a restaurant. He was a top, top chef. Yeah. Mm. When we went down to Richard Branson's Island, um, they knew him. So, wow. So, like, oh, wow. He, so he says to Jeez. me, he, he had done the death race, right? He was in that community, and we mm. were just up to our neck with frustration, like we needed people to run these businesses. And um, Kevin raises his hand with Katie and says, I'm in. We're gonna, and I'm like, you're doing $14 million in New York. You're, you're going to come up here and do $14? That's not <laughs> right? Nope. It's our dream. We want to live in Vermont. So they're here now probably six or seven months, and they are killing it. Mm. Literally, I, I lost money in this place. Uh, I took it over in 2005. Nine years I've lost money. They've been here. Five months, they're making money. Wow. <laughs> it's the mindset, right? A it's guy who's willing to they, give up fourteen million dollars a year to take it on a new challenge because he knows he can do it again. That's the fucking guy you want on your team, right? Well, if yeah. you can be successful in Manhattan running anything, you probably can be successful anywhere, right? I don't know about that. I I would argue if you could be successful in Vermont, you could be successful <laughs> anywhere, right? I was thinking yeah. Frank Sinatra should have sung Vermont, Vermont, not New York. New York. <laughs> <laughs> you could be successful here. It's tough here. I mean, 400 people in There's town. just not a lot of people to do business with. Not a lot of people. Yeah. But you were talking about the world championships. Yeah, is that, that's not the death race. That's something different. Is that right? So basically for Spartan race, you've got the sprint, mm-hmm. three-plus miles. You've got the super, eight-plus miles. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the beast, 13-plus, like a half marathon. Mm-hmm. So All with obstacles. This is Spartan racing. Spartan you're race. You're the founder for people that don't know you. Yep, I'm the founder of Spartan race. We started 2010 in here in Pittsfield. So anybody that was feeling bad for me. And the story I was just talking about with all these businesses not working. Nobody's mm-hmm. feeling bad for you. Nobody's <laughs> yeah. feeling bad. No. The, the, good news, the good news is Spartan Race, you know, probably um, did better because I was uh, hurting everywhere else here in, in, in Vermont, right? So there's the something. The same thing was applying to you. You had to make that work. I had to make it work. So, um, so anyway, you got these three different distances. And the re- reason we did that is we wanted to emulate triathlons. So triathlons mm-hmm. got distances yeah. as well. And you could work your way up to an Ironman. Um, we think we're going to have an Olympic distance Spartan race. We, te- we tested it this weekend. <laughs> oh, man. And wow. that'll, it won't be bigger. It'll just be faster. And, we're, and we're, we think we're going to get it in the Olympics. That's our goal. We're going we're gonna to work to get it in the Olympics. Apparently, people would love to watch that. With would cameras love to watch along it. the course. Yeah. Like they do with the uh, cycling and stuff. You can see the cameras yeah, on the course. Yeah, no, it's going to be insane. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm embarrassed about this. This morning, thanks to you, with your podcast, we were doing a podcast with Ben Greenfield. You know Ben Greenfield? Yeah. Oh, we know Ben. He, he came on the show. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got a funny a, story about Ben. I got a funnier story. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so I'm with Ben this morning, and um, I've got another podcast lined up, so I can't do Ben. So Ben had already dived into our pool, and it's like 35 degrees yeah. this morning. And he's sitting in the pool, and he's freezing, right? And so um, I'm doing Ian, Ian Adamson. He's a world-class athlete. He holds all kinds of world records. We're talking to Ian. Ian's done. Ben is now purple because he's been sitting in the pool waiting to do this podcast. And we take him out of the pool, and I said, why don't we fake, um, you know, like a recovery, like we're, we're going to do mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. So I go to put my hand to block my lips from him. My lips land right on his <laughs> lips. <laughs> <laughs> we were both so pissed. Like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna revive you right Sorry, now. You ready? Was, so what happened? How did you miss? It was terrible. I just... I closed my eyes because it was so weird to begin with, and they just landed on his <laughs> lips. It was terrible. I'm, I'm going to make you. This is on camera? 
It's on camera. It was yeah. oh, <laughs> you, you have it? Oh, there it oh, we got to edit that in. <laughs> we <laughs> definitely do. I'll make you feel better. Doug and I actually uh, kissed accidentally. How did how did that happen? Wait, wait, wait. See, when he said it, he said my lips land on his lips, but you didn't say you kissed him. <laughs> you said we kissed. And that's not the same thing. I looked into Doug's eyes and we knew. We okay, would okay, give okay, this okay, love okay. a try. Yeah. <laughs> give it a lips, chance, our Mike. Our lips touched accidentally Yeah, once. see? No, <laughs> but, were you on a microphone? Is that how it happened? Or no, how? No, 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 no. We were doing jiu-jitsu. Oh, Later oh, that night, we were like, hey, uh, so uh, about what happened earlier. What happened earlier? You're right. Nothing happened earlier. Nothing <laughs> happened earlier. Isn't that, it's aggravating. It's forever. <laughs> so, so nobody thinks that soda is is healthy in any kind of way. That's that's not a debatable point, really. What what do you think the answer is? I mean, if it was me, I'm going to sound like a nutcase here, but I would just I would have everybody wake up at 5 a.m. I'd have like a siren that goes <laughs> off nationally. Everybody be in bed by eight. We'd get rid of alcohol and um, we'd be on like celery water and maybe some grass fed beef for you. The, the healthy 1984. It'd be unbelievable. <laughs> It'd be unbelievable. Everybody be working hard. You'd have to sweat every day. There'd be one year like um, mandatory military like uh, Israel. It'd, yeah. be, it'd be, but I'm a little extreme. Yeah, you know, uh, I think that people, a lot of times people want that type of society when they there's like a goal for the society. But like, uh, again, who's directing that? And are they smart enough to direct that? And, and you know, uh, I think a lot of innovation comes from people who, Wake up at 10 a.m., smoke a bowl, and then uh, and then make art, and then go on about their day being creative. And so, yeah. there's a I think there's a balance. There's definitely needs to be people like yourself, and there needs to be people probably out on the West Coast doing such things. I'm yeah. a big fan of both. Uh, I, I like hanging out with both crowds. Um, I'm a big fan of it. So, uh, yeah, he, I'm here he, hanging out with you. I work out at 5:30 a.m. But you, you know, a month ago you would have found me at Burning Man. So no, I, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Did, did you meet Skywalker, by the way? Who I did. He's yeah. great. I, I met him in the Doug? Reno airport. Oh, and, he told and, me and that. Then yeah. I, I ran over to him last night, and I was like, dude, I f***ing met you like a week ago in Reno. Enough. He's the best. Yeah. He's the best. He's a yeah, cool he's ass cool. dude. Yeah. So, and you guys didn't see him at Burning Man. You saw him in no, the no, airport no. coming out of Burning Man. I know his camp. Yeah. Not, the the camp that he has on 2 o'clock in Espinosa. The dinosaurs or <laughs> dragons or whatever. Yeah, he has a, he has a big uh, like concert camp, like a music camp. Yeah, he's big on music. Did you hear that Good. girl singing last night? She's amazing. Is yeah. she great? Stunningly amazing, yeah. You go to I, Burning Man? I never went. No. Oh, okay. You want to take Joe next year? <laughs> yeah, take me. You f- told us you come. Dude, <laughs> let's do it. I'm Bring going, it on. I'm, I'm in next time. I think, uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, if he comes back, you know what? Let's everybody relax a little bit. Slow down. <laughs> Take some time to smell the roses. What the hell happened, Joe? You think, broke Joe. Listen I, to me. I how, how, many, how many people are there? Could we have everybody? 68,000. Could we have everybody doing burpees? Could I, could I start you an early? You know uh, here's the thing. Burning Man, you can make it anything you want it to be, and everything is there. Like, if... Like, there are things that you couldn't dream up. There's a real-life Thunderdome there. Like, you can climb on top of this cage and watch people go at it. There you like, go, Joe. Like, they, nice. they, uh, they have, like, bungee cords mm-hmm. to people, and they would, like, launch people into each other. And they had, like, they had, like foam, like, weapons and stuff. But yeah. it was, but like. they were beating the shit out of each you other. You could climb up on top. Of, you know, they were being aggressive. <laughs> and it, you could climb up on top of this thing and just, like, yeah, kill them. It's like it's an exploration awesome. of the human condition, really. Anything that matters, art, uh, you know, these drug experiences, uh, physical combat, uh, you know, out in the desert in a supreme, like, you know, stimulus-free environment where you got to carry everything in and then carry everything out and do not damage the environment. I think it's a very balanced yeah, it's experience. A, it's a, you know, a leave-no-trace type of thing, too. It's so cool because you know everything was set up in a single weekend, and it's, like, amazing. It's like, how did these people do it in a single weekend? I mean, these people are, are – it's as Spartan as you get, really. Yeah. Lived in the desert for the week. Uh, 
brought everything with you that you're going to have, and then a week later you clean it up to where you couldn't even tell anybody was there. And and, and then it has it, some of the most amazing art you've ever seen. Does it look that clean? Yeah. Spotless? Yeah. Like they got every wrapper, everything? Yeah, especially our camp. Our camp is like, I mean, we're picking up like, we have uh, we had carpets there and stuff, and there was a, just a tiny piece of carpet on the ground. We picked it up. I hope you're not sitting still while you listen. If you are, you better get a burpee break in. You want to do the intro back? Uh, uh, here we are at Spartan Shrugged <laughs> <laughs> at the general store in Pittsfield, Vermont. I'm st- awesome. You guys cool with that or you want to go shrug Spartan? Nah, I like the Spartan, Spartan Shrugged. Shrug. Yeah, that's, that's legit. Hey, uh, uh, so uh, we came up here to do, uh, you're, you're doing this event called 431 Project. I uh, started checking it out a little bit. Uh, I noticed that we weren't going to be able to make the majority of it, so I wasn't paying too much attention to it. But we showed up late last night. Uh, we got roped into a dinner. We had to get on microphones and tell people about ourselves. And I'm like, I'm like, I just got here. Could someone fill me in on what's going on? But uh, I was able to use some context clues to find out that it was about combating uh, childhood obesity. obesity. Uh, could you tell us about the 431 Project? Basically, my mom was uh, way ahead of her time. My mom was um super forward thinker, like a Fred Bishi type. Mm-hmm. Long distance runs, uh, yoga, meditation, 30-day fasts in Queens. In the 1970s, that was crazy. Nobody was doing that. Yeah. And what I saw was she fought the whole world for 20 years. Everybody was against her, including her kids, me and my sister. But she won at the end of the day. She won in the sense that now we're sitting here with four microphones talking about this stuff. So right. she, she was right. And she impacted my life. I impacted 20 people's lives. So I said, what about these kids that don't have a mom willing to fight the whole world, right? How would they ever learn that Oreo cookies or whatever – Maybe aren't that good, right? Yeah. And maybe you should. I mean, they're really good, but they're just not good for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they're you know fantastic. I mean? So, so, um, so I said, all right, we got to come up with a plan. There's no, there's no way I could pull this off alone. It's too big of a mission, right? How do we get kids fit? So, can I invite a bunch of fire in their belly kind of people that just get shit done? People like you guys, anybody that just can get behind something and make it happen. Could we get 300 people to show up, 200 people? You know, I have no idea, 10 people. I don't know what's going to happen. So we we named it the 431 Project because in 431 B.C., Empiricles came up with earth, air, water, fire, four elements. Today's four elements for most of us are couch, donut, car, phone, whatever, right? We don't don't interact with the the correct four elements. Mm -hmm. Can we bring people back to that? And and we invited a bunch of people. We didn't know what was going to happen. You guys showed up. uh, About 150 people people there they were from yeah. from nutritionists to <clears throat> boomerang experts <laughs> to, it was yeah. a it was a wide array it was a wide yeah. array of people but everybody seemed to like it and mm-hmm. um and so the goal is the goal is can we get um into the schools and make some kind of fun gamification for kids where like eating an apple gets you more points than eating frito-lays potato chips yeah. we're running a certain amount of distance each day gets tracked and then your school's competing with other schools and we just gamify it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I don't know if it'll work or not, but if I get some help, I think we can make it happen. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, and kind of going back to some of the, you're talking about working with schools and going back to some of the government stuff. It's like one of our, our business partners, like they're, they're uh, he has to get a doctor's note so that the, the teachers will give his kid water at a meal versus like milk. Doctor, true. Doctor's note? You just made a squinty face, and that, that was appropriate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, 
This is a really great example of where, you know. Yeah, the government's confused. <laughs> well intentioned, but in a terrible way. Yeah, so, yeah, I think the intentions are right, but the system is so full of BS and and uh, that that you, well, they working want- inside the schools might be kind of tough. Like, you might have to, in my opinion, is like we, and, and I'm, I, I wasn't here for all the discussions over the weekend. It's like most systems, like, a lot of, you know, you look at medical you know, some of the stuff that's happening in hospitals and stuff, too, is like sometimes it's just not worth trying to change something because it's so far on one side of the spectrum. Just let's just circumvent it and do something else. Right. And so that that's my You think, you think we might we might have more luck? Well, my other idea. I like there, the, there's a lot I like of approach things from like an entrepreneurial perspective versus uh, let's get in the government and try to make change. I mean, they tried to do that in the 60s. And it's tough. We now have like, you know, a Democrat dropping bombs on people. Yeah, right. It's the world. So. Well, another idea, I mean, there's lots of ideas that came out of the weekend, but another one is, can we just get kids signed up for races? Any kind of race. could be a 5K, it could be a Spartan race, could be anything. Yeah. And um, because what I found, I don't know if you guys agree with this, it mm-hmm. could be a weightlifting event. Yeah. But you get a kid signed up for an event, you get a human being signed up for an event. I was say, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a I human, need the same thing. Right? Yeah. Might, me too. All of a sudden, you're training now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you yeah. got a competition coming. Yeah. You just need a reason. You need a reason. Yeah. Purpose. So mm-hmm. so um, so who knows where it leads, but we're going to meet once a year, and uh, my goal would be to meet once a year on every continent with a bunch of movers and shakers and just keep pushing. You just got to put on a different weekend than the Princeton thing, and I'll, I'll be here for the whole uh, thing. Yeah, well, I, would, <laughs> I would under, you're like alumni, so they, would, <laughs> <laughs> they want you back in Einstein's room. I get it. <laughs> we, we left that dinner going, what can we do to, to I, help, man? That, we that dinner up. was inspiring. Oh, like, good. I, I, you know, I was like, well, I'll eat dinner, I'll hang out, I'll hear what people have to say. And by the end of it, I was like, even though I, di- I didn't get the bulk of it. I mean, we basically showed up like the last two hours of the event is what happened. And I was like, we've got to help, you know. Like, you, you were into it. I already got the wheels turning, you know. Yeah. All right. So now, simultaneous to the 431 project going on, while you guys were f***ing around in Princeton, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of going on here. Mm-hmm. We had the uh, World Championship Spartan Race, which was the half marathon. Mm-hmm. We had um, a death race going on. We had two weddings going on. We don't have to talk about the weddings. And we had an Olymp- We tested an Olympic course because we want to get this thing in the Olympics. So my team had turned to me at some Jeez. point. Yeah, my team turned to me at some point and said, why, why would we have like seven events on the same weekend in the same place? <laughs> a town of 400 people. Uh-huh. Well, because of you, actually, is the reason. And, and I'll tell you how this ties into you. Because of us. Yeah, because oh, of you. Geez. Because you gave us this idea for the podcast. So I've been running around interviewing uh-huh. people, and I interviewed this special forces guy. And I said, how do you grow? How do you get better? And he said, here's what we do. He said, we take our guys and we push the limits. And as soon as we get complacent, we push the next limit. Yeah. And, when we get, and so this was just pushing the limits this week. And what could we do? All right, we're doing two weddings. Let's add something else. All right, we're doing championships. Let's add 431. And let's just see if it breaks. Let's just keep pushing until something <laughs> breaks. <right? laughs> but nothing broke. So now we can go to nine events, right? Wow. We, had a, we, had a, we almost had a break. So here's a great story no one knows about. So it's Saturday afternoon. You guys are messing around in Princeton. <laughs> I'm looking for you up here. <laughs> and um, we're filming with NBC at the World Championships, and our attorney gives, us a, gives me a call. Oh, that's never good. Not good. <laughs> he's on the mountain. He's on he's at Killington where this is going on, and he says, we got a problem. I said, what's the problem? He says, got a guy underwater 10 minutes. He goes, I'm shutting down the obstacles. We've got a problem. So I'm thinking, how far away am I? I'm processing this very fast, faster than I'm speaking to you. I start running. I'm stripping off my stuff, going as fast as I can. I'm thinking, all right, I got to get 50 volunteers with me quick. We've got divers. We got 10 divers there looking, but it's a big pond. 
And mm-hmm. so if I got 50 guys and we all dive in, we'll find this body and maybe we'll save this guy or girl, whatever we got. Mm-hmm. I get there. I, I round up 50 people. By the time I make it the 100 yards from where I got the 50, there's one guy left behind me. They all dropped off, right? They don't want to really go in the water. I strip down to my underwear. I dive in. It is so cold, this water. So cold that I think this guy's dead. Like there's no way somebody's under this water, this cold for 10 minutes, right? Swim out to the uh, little dock. I, I run into the divers. I'm asking them where we stand. They're looking. They've broken it into quadrants. They're looking for the body. It's looking pretty bleak, right? Now I'm starting to get cold. I'm in my underwear. They're all in wetsuits. And um, turns out there was nobody underwater. Nobody, oh, no, wow. no, 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 <laughs> nobody was there. Here's what mm-hmm. happened. And the same thing happened last year. There was a three-person team. <laughs> now we got 10,000 people going through this race. There's right. a three-person team. They all went in the water. One guy comes out, turns to our staff, and says, hey, my buddy, I didn't see him. I think, you know, he might be still under. I'm going to continue, he says. But, uh, right, so he takes, he takes off. <laughs> what a teammate. Well, fuck that guy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're digging around. Now, it was good because it gave us some practice, right? It's good right. to do a fire drill every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but it's, it's, it screws things up. I mean, it, you know, you stop a whole race. Last year what happened, it's midday. Same race. How'd you guys figure out that he, he wasn't in there anymore? We, uh, we have a tracking device on everybody. And uh-huh. it just took time for him to get to the next location for it to, him oh, to come yeah, up. Oh, yeah, they hit, they hit different stops. stops yeah. Gotcha. So we were waiting for that to happen. But at the same time, we're not going to. Not going to stop looking. We've got to look right. for him, right? Mm-hmm. Last year, we got a call from a frantic mother. It's midday. 10,000 people on the mountain. Oh, my God. My, my, my daughter called me. She's lost and her phone died. All right. State police show up, SWAT teams, helicopters, the whole fucking <laughs> thing, right? We got to shut down the race. I said, listen, turn the music way up. Because she's, if she's in this mount- these mountains, I want her to hear the music. We go on a whole search and rescue thing. We find her in a bar. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, she, that race was too hard. I she bailed. called her mother. She said I got lost. And she decided to bail. Went to a bar and was sitting at a bar drinking. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> it's like I had decided to... Uh, Is she banned from like all Spartan up. races again? It's like a nightmare. And they don't realize what they do to... All right, because now you're putting everybody else in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was really hoping the other guy, you guys be watching, maybe you're crying. Like, we lost a guy the first time in a Spartan race. This guy's dead. What are we going to tell his family? Oh, God, what are we going to do? And he I, comes up behind to eat a sandwich. Hey, what are you guys looking for? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know we're having a... Um, we're doing a cruise. We're doing a Spartan cruise. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're doing it in March. It just popped in my head because you said you need to do something like this. We should we <laughs> we should put the um, oh, the Spartan you, shrugged on the cruise. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. we should oh, do what's it. The dates? <laughs> I'll get you the dates. We should definitely do. It. He's he's the cameraman shaking his head. Yeah, yes. already. Uh, I'm, already, I'm already committing to dates. So right. we need to like get this down. Yeah, let's get it. Let's what's get on, guys, what's going to go on the boat? What do you what, what do you got planned? There's like us, um, I think a thousand people only were taking. I think this is going to be a lot different than cruises I've been on in the past. Yeah, like the cruise <laughs> normally goes to to shore, right? And you unload and you go shopping and stuff. This one won't. This will stop. Everybody jumps off, swims to an island, and then we'll. It do sounds it. awesome already. And then we'll <laughs> do it. I we'll, want to go. We'll do a Spartan race on. That the sounds island. way better than a stupid cruise where you show up and the whole town shows no, up to no, sell no, you no. bullshit. No, yeah. what we should do together is you guys should find some speakers that have been awesome. I should find yeah. some speakers that have been awesome. We'll have them on That'll the That'll be cruise. easy. We'll yeah. pick a time. The, the siren will go off. Everybody's got to dive overboard, swim to shore. We throw a race on the island, maybe some weightlifting competition or something you guys could organize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you oh have God. our attention, sir. Let's do this shit. We should do it. Yeah, yeah let's do it. It's all good. Then then what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys want to push? Because someday when we figure out how to post this podcast <sighs> on our site, you will... 
What, what do you got? What do you want peace, to our, peace and love, man. Peace and love. Just go to barbellstruck.com and sign up for the newsletter. That's all cool. we do. We, uh, we give out free advice on training and nutrition and all that stuff all the time. We podcast other guys that are a lot like you, and so if people like you, they probably like some of the other people we bring on, too. We shared a lot of guests, so, you know. Yeah. We post a show like this every single Wednesday. Every yeah. Wednesday. We never miss for years now, so if you want to watch more shows Wednesday. like this. Except for maybe tomorrow, depending on if the Wi-Fi no, in Pittsfield works. <laughs> you'll get at the top of the mountain. I've got a crank radio antenna thing that you'll just you crank it. <laughs> yeah, I can just you got to crank for four hours while that, that episode the, uploads. It's like an old the school, next death race. Like old school upload this broadcast. video. If you stop, the download the upload stops, and you guys start. It's like gorilla. It's like gorilla radio Chop. style. That's there. right. Yeah. Well, I'm awesome. Glad, I'm glad you guys came. Yeah. Thanks for having us. All Love right. hanging out up here. We'll definitely be back. See you guys. Cheers, Thanks. everyone. You know what really jumps out to me about that is uh, here are a bunch of guys, CrossFit trainers, right? CrossFit pumps out hundreds of these every weekend. $1,000 take a course and you become a CrossFit trainer. These guys figured out a way to not just be CrossFit trainers. First of all, they became excellent, excellent trainers for starters. But then they said, we want to do something bigger with this. And uh, it's really cool to see this. You know, this podcast has taken off. And, you know, in your time with them, what do you think it is about them that allowed them to make that jump to go from personal trainer to personal trainer slash media superstar? You know, I don't even know if they were, uh, when they started the podcast, if they were trainers. I know I know. Um, Mike was like a uh, deadlifter. They, yeah. were, they were just like weightlifters, not yeah. necessarily crossfitters. And um, <laughs> they were just looking for something to do. And before I answer that question, one of the things that pops in my head is everybody's asking me, Joe, how do you get ahead? How do you get motivated? And, and I think one of the answers is Admiral McRaven said, wake up and make your bed. Mm-hmm. Right. Wake yeah. up and make your bed. Start by making your bed and then and then take step number two and step number three. And before you know it, you get start to change the world. But it sure can't start without taking that first step. Yeah. And um, I don't think when Mike, when they sat down in that coffee shop and started the podcast, that they already had a road planned out on where they were going. Mm-hmm. I think they were just taking that first step. Sure. And they were passionate about it and they're fun guys and you yeah. like them. And so then it just started to work. Mm-hmm. And then they did a little more. Again, probably not knowing the road they were on. Yeah. And, and that's how my life has, has gone. And probably for you, too. I don't know if you knew you were going to be lifelong military. If you knew you'd be living in the woods the last 20 years. Right? You <laughs> went Love in the woods. You never came out. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I, but I think the interesting part about it is so many people in this country, they love the physicality, right? They love the CrossFit. They love everything. But a lot of us are intellectually stimulated as well. And so to add a conversation to Spartan, to Barbell Shrug, to the CrossFit movement, I think is really helpful for a lot of people to kind of change their frame of reference and, um, you know, have a different idea of what, what their motivation should be. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's cool with, with the podcast and with their conversations and with these conversations, you know, it allows people to really be part of it. When you watch um, the behind the scenes stuff with the musicians and you hear how they made a song, whatever, that's the cool part, not just sitting listening to it on the radio. Here in the Spartan community, you know, we have amazing people who know about the food and the workouts and, you know, we're really building quite the community of intellectuals as well as well, it was, it, was always, it was always much more than a race, right? Yeah. It was never just um, let's go do some barbed wire mud races, not to belittle um, anything you did the last 35 years. It was much more to it, and it was um, how do we completely transform the human being mentally and physically, right? The Greeks believed it wasn't just physical, it wasn't just mental, it was, it was both. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think these guys are doing the same thing for CrossFit. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And, and also finding a way to, um, to share it with other people. And, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people who think of Spartan Race as something they consume or they think of uh, CrossFit as something they consume. 
and you're now taking it to, and these guys took it to, this is something we can produce. We can produce experiences for people. And, um, and I think that's really important to, to move from, I'm going to go out and do this to I'm going to create an opportunity for other people to do this. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, I think Joe, like what I've heard you say before is people sign up and they do well in the Spartan races and then they have, they have something that they're a part of, right? And just being a part of something and having something that you're working towards is, is really a huge step in building community. And, uh, Anybody knows anything about community? Yeah. 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 People, people need to belong. Yeah, right? absolutely. You always do better as part of a group. You yes. know, and and it's the group pushes you. You know, you want to be part of the herd, mm -hmm. and if you're lucky, you get in with a great herd, and you go faster and faster and faster, mm -hmm. or bigger and stronger. You know, and you grow and develop in different directions. But you try to stay up with that group. You know, that mm -hmm. group will have a leader. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's somebody else. But then you try to be part of that, mm -hmm. and and I think that's what makes everybody better at the same time I, I hear a lot of military people when they retire they talk about how the hardest part it's, is not having that, that incredible community correct and um you know from the standpoint of whether it's having left a job whether it's having left the military whatever it is so for somebody who's seeking community wh what advice do you give them you know to, to find a community and foster it yeah i think i think exactly what we're talking about i think joining something being part of something for us obviously i should say for you guys more more than me uh you know, it's it's the physical world, and you guys already have this kind of community. But I think if you're getting out, there's a there's a loss, and you you have to fill that void. And mm -hmm. so you join organizations, you join groups, you take your experiences and your knowledge that you gain, and you add it, you know, to, to something else. Mm -hmm. Whether it's just a, a Kiwanis club in your town, or or you become a leader or coach uh, of a little league team or a football team or something. Mm -hmm. But I think you've got to take that and all your experience and get back into a group. I don't mm -hmm. think we were meant to be solitary. And I absolutely. And I think I think that's particularly important when you think of all these veterans that are coming home, and they're just the most well-qualified, lovely, wonderful, talented people. And I think all of these initiatives to get the veterans hired, you know, is so important to bring them back into the community and be able to celebrate them in the level that they should be celebrated for for their skills. And so I think. That's what things like Barbell Shrugged are doing, right? Yeah. I mean, that that it's creating community absolutely. through that show, and that's I guess what we're doing here. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Well, and just to mention uh, what Spartan Race and, and veterans too as well, that um, it's amazing the, the, the Spartan community, how important that's become. And I see people, I go to a lot of races, uh, and, <laughs> um, and I get to see people from all over the world, all over the world. And there'll be community, you know, there'll be a Canadian over in Slovakia and another guy from England, but they're all part of the same family. I think that's really, really cool. Absolutely. Yeah, look, look at look at what we got here in Pittsfield. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, a pretty, it's, a it's a social experiment here, here in right. Pittsfield. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, Joe, so uh, tell us about how they find out more about these podcasts. For more information, go to SpartanUpPodcast.com, and that's where you'll see the show notes. You'll learn uh, stuff that we didn't talk about here. I don't know what you'll do there, but <laughs> it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs>